Because if we think about it, greed for in, for most people is about making as much money or getting as much money or or conning somebody for as much money as possible so that you can use that money for what? To buy what you want. The challenge is most of us have been raised to deny our desires, deny our wants, to squash our dreams in order to help keep our parents sane. And then little by little, it chips away. As the years go by growing up, we learn to adapt and survive by how do we navigate around the nose or how do we adapt the way we approach life so that we don't keep getting nose. Now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, your friend, your biggest, biggest fan, Carla White, and I have a special treat for you today. So in the intro, you heard my friend, my business partner, and my abundance coach. Yes, I have an abundance coach, Wei Hong. Now, Wei specializes in abundance flow using quantum physics and natural forces. And he and I were having a conversation about greed. There's so much misunderstanding behind greed. I know a lot of people hate to even ask for things because they don't want to appear greedy. And so we started this conversation and I said, wait a minute, we need to hit record because you all need to hear what he had to say. So you're going to love this episode because we're going to debunk the myths about greed once and for all so that you stop worrying about being greedy. This is my great friend, Way, which I just introduced to you. And he and I were just having a conversation about greed and mm-hmm. why people behave with greed. So the way it started was I was sharing how I watched two Netflix stories called Inventing Anna, I think it's one. And then Uh the other one is a Tindler Swindler. And to which I responded, why are you watching those shows? (laughs) I know. (laughs) First of all, yeah, why are you filling your head full of that stuff? Because it was so fascinating. Not only that, Inventing Anna has great cinematography. Yeah, I I would watch great cinematography. Yes, and good acting. So Mm. so there is that. But the whole concept of greed is really something that... I don't think people understand. Mm-hmm. I didn't until you explained it. So do you want to share what you just shared with me? Yeah. And, you know, it, 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 and it also, the whole concept was born through my own journey around greed, because um, there's a particular driver that exists in my world that um, is around monetary discernment, understanding the flow of things in nature and everything like that. But we can talk more about that later in terms of what I mean by drivers. But it was interesting because you and I were talking about that and I said, well, you know what drives all of that is greed. And and I love your response because it's you said that, well, <clears throat> isn't it hard not to have a little bit of greed show up sometime in your life in this capitalistic world that we live in? Right. And it's yeah. it's true because what, you know, in the work that I do around prosperity and bad money stories and everything, it's 
it's it's to help people become aware how much we use money as a compensatory tool to cover up for the real problems. And that's why a lot of the stuff that I put out there, whether it be ads or content, a lot of it stems around, did you know that your money problems really have nothing to do with money? Mm. So the, the big statement that it was interesting when I said it, you're like, oh, <laughs> is that greed is actually a cover-up and an, an easy scapegoat to not be able to ask for what you truly want. Because if we think about it, greed for, in, for most people is about making as much money or getting as much money or, or conning somebody for as much money as possible so that you can use that money for what? To buy what you want. The challenge is most of us have been raised to deny our desires, deny our wants, to squash our dreams in order to help keep our parents sane. Because <laughs> the moment our parents said no to us, yeah, they squashed a little bit of what we wanted. They squashed a little bit of what we desired. Right. Even though whether whether or not what we want to desire was in our best interest in that moment, but <laughs> in order to comply, we had to say, oh, okay. And then we say, oh, all right. And then little by little, it chips away. As the years go by growing up, we learn to adapt and survive by how do we navigate around the nose or how do we adapt the way we approach life so that we don't keep getting nose. So we stop wanting. We stop mm -hmm. desiring. But the thing about capitalism is that the desire for money, to justify money for the sake of making money to survive, very few people in the capitalistic world is say, hey, you shouldn't want money. <laughs> right. Right. And so when you have a highly suppressed lifestyle of basically your wants and desires having been squashed for an entire lifetime, eventually, depending on how you're uniquely designed, what your desires and what your goals and dreams are. It depends on, you know, you know, all that stuff. It, it then distorts into, okay, well, in order to, for me to justify the freedom of getting what I want, I need to make as much money as possible. So let me go out and do whatever I can to make as much money, much money as I can so that I can get what I want. And then I can stand on top of the hill and say, See, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me no anymore because I, I got a bunch of FU money. Well, okay. But I want to make a clarification. Having a bunch of money doesn't naturally equate you are greedy. No, it's the approach. So what that's why I mean okay. overly suppressed, right? So we see we see what happens in different cultures when there's a massive suppression. Like if you go to for example, if you go to Japan, you see some really interesting mm. things as a highly sexually oppressed society, traditionally, right? I don't know how it is today, but like up to that point. And a lot of Asian countries are like that, where like, mm. you know, money and sex are both extreme taboos, right? Where, whereas you go to other countries where money really isn't a thing, you don't see the same type of response due to the suppression of mm. certain things. Okay. And so right. greed in a capitalistic world often is a function, is a compensatory behavior to respond to the overly suppression of certain things. So and money becomes an easy scapegoat. Okay, I'm going to paraphrase. So greed is when you use, um, I don't want to say unscrupulous, but um, 
probably lack mentality tactics mm-hmm. to come into the wealth mm-hmm. so that you have more of it to do the things that you weren't allowed to do. So you feel like the money is going to heal the hole that you right. haven't. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. So greed, greed then basically it says that you've somehow on a deep unconscious level re- figured out how to make money the number one solution to everything that you want. <laughs> one million dollars so if you're listening to this we both just put our pinky up by our mouth what is that guy's name i know it's austin powers dr evil (laughs) i think he's in a new commercial now with ford right like they just took over the Ford company and then basically um, his son, uh, Seth Green, he's like got a kid and stuff like that. He says, you can't talk to me that way anymore. I'm no longer a kid. <laughs> oh, I need to start doing that more. <laughs> I forget yeah, about that. And then your kids grow up all greedy. <laughs> but this is good because like, in, I like how this pivoted because I will say probably I could speak for 99.9% of parents who are aware, like, okay, I'm doing all these things that are unconsciously, like I am unconsciously messing up my child and I don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the, well, I'm like Caesar Milan of money. I'm like, like, like the human money whisper or something like that in the sense that I don't believe it's ever too late. Okay. No, and no, so it never is. Thing. Right? It yeah. So is. I grew right. up in a culture where, you know, you had to work hard for money, what you got, you gave to the church, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so right. a lot of different money stories. Plus, it was mm. all this, oh, those rich people. So then if you're rich, then <laughs> right. you were casted away from the family uh, circle. So it's right. Right. So, right. Uh, or so you believed. Right. So yeah, yeah and I, I feel like I've been able to uh, heal a lot of those stories, but um, mm-hmm. back to the kids. So mm-hmm. kids, last night I go to the little shop and my son's like, I want Skittles. I want chocolate milk. I want some ice cream. I want all this stuff. And you want to let them understand there's a price. There's a value to all those yet mm-hmm. not sit there and say we can't afford it or it's too expensive right. or not now right. so what's what is how do you handle that with me kids? yeah i want to say how do you lead that so then they don't end up like this with their yeah. little pinky up <laughs> well, swindling everybody right which is kind of like a blowback you know like for all the years i've been denied candy bars and chocolates and yes. skittles i yeah. can now take or, over the world and <laughs> i didn't get my barbie doll head you know one of those big heads where you got to do the hair i don't yeah. know maybe you didn't <laughs> oh yeah 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 that's why i don't have any hair on my head right <laughs> that was my big point so <laughs> No, I got plenty. I had a horse growing up. I mean, how many people can have a horse growing up? I know. I mean, how do you, how does one define rich, right? Right, exactly. And and so from what I understand, you and your, your, your family dynamic, there was a lot of richness there in so many areas of Mm. life. 
And yet, despite that, there was this underlying story redefining rich to be something negative, right? Like mm, mm-hmm. those rich people. Okay, so what does that even mean, right? You know, I, one of the things with kids is, you know, understanding their model of the world because, you know, too often parents is, we, we're <clears throat> one, we're tired and we have so much going on in our lives. The last thing we want to do is oftentimes to spend like lots and lots of time understanding the, the current model of the world that the child is looking through, the lens that they're looking through. Mm-hmm. And so taking the time to understand how they're using the terms, what are the definitions of the words? And though they may not articulate, taking the time to say, well, what do you mean by that? You know, mm. and, and whatever they want. I, I spoke uh, years ago to a room of 300 parents about, about money. And they thought I was coming in as a financial person. I said, no, 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 we're here to teach your kids about money. How many of you have had the conversations about birds and bees? like half the room raised their hand. I was like, this is a grade school. You guys are very progressive. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, they learn said, early. <laughs> right. And I said, okay, great. Now put your hands out. How many of you had the money conversation where you talk to people about, talk to your kids about money to help them understand how money actually works and the nature of money and the energy of money. There's like two hands or three, like a handful of people raise their hands. I'm like, really look around the room. You guys are more apt to talk about sex with your grade school mm-hmm. kids than money. And I said, now I'm not here to make you wrong because we want to do what's best. And if we ourselves are still unclear about how money truly works, and we're still trying to figure it out as adults, how to make it work properly without being stressed out and everything like that, why the heck do we want to teach our kids anything about that until we have figured it out? And so I said, what what we're here to do today is talk about taking the time to learn about money together with your children and be clear that, hey, mommy and daddy still haven't figured it out clearly, but this is what we know. Let's learn together as we progress so that you don't have to grow up with these types of stories. This is where money is great. This is where money is a little tough, but this is our story. We can create a new story for you. Ooh, I like that. Right? And so then they get to be part of the process of asking the questions because they might end up asking questions that you never asked about money. Like, Oh, that's really interesting. Let's do that. Because otherwise all they can do to learn about money is see how, where and when money shows up in your life and everything else is a guess. So I never knew how money flowed. I just knew my dad went to work, but how did the money go into our bank account? Is it a direct deposit? Was it a check that he got? And then what happens when it goes, it's like this magical place that just disappears. Where does it go from there? And so one of the first places that we can do to start empowering our children is to just show them how money flows into our world and how it flows out and what it flows out to. The interesting thing is I did this exercise with one of my parents' clients and they said, oh my God, I did this exercise with my kids and I realized we were outflowing to some really funky places that didn't need to be outflowed. In fact, we didn't even notice until one of our kids said, why is it going there? And we're like, I looked at my husband. I said, yeah, why is it going there? (laughs) Right, right. Oh, isn't that great? Because, you know, kids have these different lenses uh, to see things that we don't. They look at the world in awe. The miracle of the world is constantly unfolding in front of them. And we lose that as adults, which we should be inspired to go back to because Mm -hmm. that's that's how we then really kind of step into at a beautiful place in our life as adults is getting back to that childlike wonderment of like awe. Yes, I love it. 
I love it. Okay. So I, we, we kicked this off talking about green yet. It mm-hmm. took a turn. I, that's what I love about our conversations because I never know where they're going to go. And they're always <laughs> really good. Know. So very, very cool. All right. Yeah. So uh, I think I'm going to have to have you back on the podcast. Anytime. Yeah. yeah. I could talk about this till the cows come home as you would know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And just so you guys know, way. And I talk about this, like for hours, hours on end. And it's just amazing. Like a new Um, hobby. (laughs) Yeah. And hey, if you enjoyed this conversation, you want certain topics, uh, just text me at Hey Carla White on Instagram. And that way we'll know, we'll kick it off at least with that topic. Who knows where it'll, (laughs) right. Who knows where it goes from there. (laughs) But yeah, super cool. Thank you so much, Way. Oh, my pleasure. This is fun. much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shit. If you're a coach, author, course creator, or host of any kind, listen up. Hero is the brand new way to increase your course consumption with private, piracy-proof podcasts. Give your customers the freedom to learn without sacrificing their productivity. Hero seamlessly interacts with all the major podcast platforms and apps, meaning less headaches and more listeners. Hero has a full suite of features, allowing creators like you to take control of their content. Get started with Hero for just $1 at hero.fm.